0: we Ladies
1: and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the very first live Socks on Tap. I am your boy, Buzz, and I am joined by my dudes, Johnny Nani and Tony Marchese. It's the first live Socks on Tap, guys, but before I let you all talk, I gotta get these plugs real quick. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs, following us on Twitter, at Socks on Tap, following at OnTapSportsNet. Damn, you know what, Johnny? I'm going to start with you, man. Me and Tony were doing this stuff live last night. This is the first socks on Tap live. How how you feeling, my dude?
2: Hey, Buzz, I'm good. I got a chance to tune in uh, to your guys' little test run last night. That was awesome. You guys uh, did it on the fly. Um, it was cool, you know, encompassing pretty much every Chicago sports team. Uh, obviously, Buzz, you the Bulls, and then with uh, Ron coming on to talk Hawks, Lucas for the Bears, and then uh, obviously guys covering the White Sox front of things. Um, I thought that was really cool, and uh, definitely made some for some good en- entertainment. Uh, you know, I was texting you guys this morning, uh, just saying, you know, how funny some of that shit was that uh, you guys are rattling off. So, um, high entertainment value. Uh, I hope everybody that's tuning in now uh, enjoys this show. Um, still kind of new for us here, but I um, mean it's going to be like any other Sunday Funday show. Obviously, uh, interesting topic uh, to talk about here with the coronavirus shutdown of everything. Um, but we'll get into that, and then we'll uh, get into our fun stuff like usual. So yeah, Buzz, uh, good to be here for a live Sunday Funday with socks on Tap.
0: Hell yeah, Tone, how you feeling, my dude? Hey man, it's time to crack 'em. Talk some extended White socks. I know we didn't get to do that last night, but uh, it was a good time. It was a really good time. If you missed it. Uh, we do have that out there published. Um, I think we tweeted it out from uh, the ONTAP Tap Sportsnet account. Uh, Buzz and I did a live show. We had Lucas Perfetti call in, talk some Bears. Uh, Ron called in uh, at the end of the show. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> Ron that was something. Bombarded. Else. He
1: bombarded it. He bombarded it. He called in at first, and then he was just, and then all of a sudden it was just like, bam! He came in again. He goes, "Wait, I had more to
0: say." Yeah, he he, came in like a he, wrecking ball, guys. He would not be denied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was some good stuff. But, uh, guys, I'm, I'm happy to be back on a Sunday Funday episode. Uh, a little, man, it, it, it just sucks, though. The, uh, the the topics that we're about to get into, I think, are going to be a little shitty. Um, so we're going oh, to to drink heavily during this.
1: Yeah, 100% weak and lame. But what's not weak and lame is going to all platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, giving us a five-star rating and review and telling people why you dig listening to us. Nani you made the rundown man i want you to get into this thing let's get let's get into the episode this first live one let's just start knocking this stuff out what do you got
2: yeah for sure so uh you know usually we start with news uh and obviously the big news is uh i wrote this in here tony got a good chuckle out of it upon opening up the rundown uh coronavirus totally fucks the sports world and that's what happened guys spring training suspended uh regular season they said initially delayed at least two weeks we got a more recent development here at the cdc just announced an eight-week postponement or cancellation on all gatherings of 50 people or more um so that puts the earliest time that things could even get back into action here at may 3rd um and that's you know first first week of may there and probably sometime within that week um since that's a sunday though we just put it at that date um but tony and i were talking before uh, you jumped on the call buzz and uh This could be even later because, you know, they're not just going to go into it cold. Um, They're going to have at least some sort of mini camp, uh, uh, abbreviated spring training. And I would peg that for being at least, I would say, 10 days is the bare, bare minimum. I'd put it closer to about uh, two weeks. So we are a long way off from having baseball and sports back in our lives, guys. It sucks.
1: God, that's brutal. Like, yeah, I mean, I I just saw that too. That the governor of Illinois like put the uh, kibosh on dining in at restaurants and stuff like that. Um, you know, this is but we can't even go to a bar pretty, together. Right? Like, yeah, they, no, we can't do shit. But well, we got the we got the Marquesi Cave and we got the buzz or you know Marquesi crazy Marchese, whatever we're calling it. Whether it's a garage, Casa, or the I think
0: Johnny de- dubbed it the Casa de Marchese. Perfect. Mm-hmm. There's like Perfect. there's more than one spot that you can hang out here. We got the garage. We got a yeah. basement, but they, we can't even watch sports, which, right? You know, I mean, there's nothing to do. So, and then we have the buzz cave,
1: which next weekend, because you've been in quarantine tone, I am. um, next weekend when you're all better, we're just going to have a, uh, hashtag slash a movement and watch yeah. <laughs> and just straight up watch old horror films and drink beer. And I, that's what, what else are we going to do? You know, I yeah. mean, go in the backyard and and play baseball or we something. Could, I, we could that, do that. We could, we could we could we
0: could definitely do like a wiffle ball game with with us three yeah. or something. Get some some other people involved in that. Uh, as long as we keep right. our gathering to fifty people or less, I think we're good. Uh, we could we could play bags. I think we could play bags. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we could yeah. do that. We could do we could do the whole tailgate experience, um, and and just kind of enjoy it. And maybe we'll light off some fireworks and pretend that don't <laughs> <and Cardassio laughs> yeah. hit a fun. home run. I
1: have fireworks in the garage.
0: I do. I have fireworks in the garage, and um, you know we could we could do
1: that. I mean, I've had a great weekend thus far. I've gotten to learn everybody in my family's name, so I think that they would like. Yeah, so I think that they would like to. uh, You know, I think they would like to see some fireworks blown off. Never met them before. I'm usually busy on the weekends, but you know now that there ain't shit going on.
0: How obnoxious is it going to be when like everybody's self quarantined and we're lighting off fireworks? I think it You know. Uh, we're going to look like the life of the party well, here during quarantine Here's a question.
2: Time. Will the police even come, though? Don't they want to quarantine? I don't a know. Good that's, that's, point. That's,
0: that's, a, that's a good point. A, yeah, that's a good question. We can just break they the just law. Come, come, come try and stop us from lighting <laughs> off the fireworks and be like, hey, you want some coronavirus? Stay six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can offer them toilet paper as, like, you know, like a little yeah, truth. Like, off. don't arrest yeah. us. Like, here you go. Here's some toilet paper. You take this. And uh, you can leave us alone. I, I love go. that. It's that's fantastic shit. No yeah. pun intended. Have, have either yeah.
0: of you been to a store in the last few days? I'm just. I've I sure been. I've been to a store or two. It's, yeah. It's nuts. Well, Did I, had, know, a, my, horrible, my, my uh, I had a horrible. My wife went to Walmart this morning, dude. There was a police officer guarding the toilet paper. Jesus.
1: I had a really bad experience this morning. Um, well, not this morning. Like mid after. Like right before afternoon, I went to the store about 11:30 today. Uh, I went to the garage. I found that I was out of beer, um, so I went in the garage. You know, went in the garage. I'm like, shit. Ended up running to Burkotz, which is a local store around me, and I'm standing in line. I'm shooting the shit with the, you know, the, the cashier, and this guy gets all salty behind me. He says, "I'm taking too long." Like, dude, I'm not scanning the items. You know, I'm just standing there saying, you know, making conversation. But people are in a panic, and they're all pissed off. And there was no bread in the store whatsoever. I got the like the last twenty four pack. There was like three left of Miller Lite, and and it was just I don't know, man. It was weird. It was a weird situation. It felt like no one was there, though everybody in town was there. But that's my that's my shopping story. I I ended up with my forty or my twenty four pack though, so I'm
2: happy about that. That's good. Everyone's irritable, dude.
0: Yeah, that's that's
2: true. Everybody happens when there's
0: no sports and you have to interact with your family. (laughs) That's true. It is a goddamn truth. I'm just saying it. You know, like, if if people have been stuck in for a few days, imagine what this world's going to be like in about two weeks. Give it, like, two weeks. It's going to get scary. Uh, Johnny, we're we're well into coronavirus talk here. Uh, What do we got next on this rundown? Because I'm sure we're going to circle back on this throughout the entire episode.
2: Yeah, kind of hard not to tone. Um, obviously, the topic on everyone's mind, a uh, topic right in front of us uh, affecting everyday lives here. So we will circle back on this a little bit more um, in our general section towards the end. But, uh, guys, we did get to see two games this week of spring training baseball before everything was suspended on Wednesday. So, yeah. Um, Let's get into what we saw in these couple of games. And if you've listened to Sox on Tap Sunday Fundays in the past, uh, we've done like a standouts and strugglers. So these ones are going to be really nitpicked since there's only two games to go off of here. But uh, we got to keep it in the theme. And there were a couple of, uh, you know, encouraging standouts. So um, let's at least talk about this uh, and we'll get uh, these two games covered here. So um, with the games suspended Wednesday morning, Sox overall record then I believe is 10-7-2. Um, we got our first look at Michael Kopech on Tuesday, which was, you know, super exciting. And then, of course, obviously, this news hits us um, the, just the day after. So uh, buzzkill, like you guys uh, used my phrase on here last night, never get up for the letdown. Um, here we are. So uh, in this abbreviated past week, Monday, the 9th, was a 3-3 tie against the Reds. Tuesday, the 10th, was a 9-2 loss against the Rangers. And then um, the game was actually rained out Wednesday, um against the Rockies and then Thursday was supposed to be an off day originally and then one that I'm most pissed about guys is uh, Friday it was supposed to be at Camelback Ranch against the Cubs on the 13th um, and then Saturday was going to be against the Dodgers and Sunday the 15th today would have been a game at the Mariners so um From this one, guys, I'll just get right into standouts and uh, strugglers, and you guys can talk about anything um, after that, what what you guys liked from these guys, didn't like um, just general stuff about the game. So, uh, yeah, Grandal. uh, He was 2-for-3 with a double and a home run on Monday. Love to see that power. He was 1-for-3 on Tuesday, I believe it was a single. Uh, Kopech looked good, uh, and it was only one inning. Obviously, they're easing him back into things, but uh, he struck out one. I think he only threw, like, 12 pitches, so he worked efficiently. Um, that, that game was obviously a Tuesday. Nomar Mazzara, um, he had a RBI single on Monday. Yerman Mercedes, I was really impressed with him. Obviously, we've talked about him uh, in previous standout sections from uh, earlier weeks of spring training, but uh, Yerman Mercedes was down to his last strike. White Sox were down to their last strike, down 3-2, to two, and he had a solo shot uh, in Monday's game to tie it up, and the game ended up bending in a tide. So uh, you remember Mercedes saving a loss right there. Um, nice to see Larry Garcia, my guy, he hasn't made either of these, li- these lists. He's kind of been floating in the middle, but, um, he looked good in the field at second base. So, um, it over at Sox and 35th, we're tracking, uh, team Larry team Mendick. We were at least obviously until all this stopped. Um, but, uh, check off a few points in the column for team Larry there. And he also had a nice double off the base of the wall. And that's like four 15 out there in the center field at Camelback ranch. Um, Zach Collins, uh, pinch hit, RBI single in, in Tuesday's game. Good to see him coming up in the clutch. I believe those was with two outs as well. Uh, and then Carson Fulmer, actually, you know, a guy that we ragged on. You know, it's a crazy Marchese effect, Tony. Um, Fulmer, 1.2 innings pitch, three strikeouts, uh, no walks, which is the big thing for him on Tuesday. So, um, guys, uh, sound off on your standouts from this past week.
0: I'll take it if if Buzz isn't going to here. Uh, Carson Fulmer uh, was something that I want to talk about in depth here because uh, we got into a little bit of a ch- uh, chat on Twitter with a few different individuals. Uh, at least Buzz and I did, and Buzz wants to start the uh, what is it, Carson Fulmer fanboy club or something. And then, uh, but real quick before we get into that one, uh, leave it up to you, Johnny, to find a way to bring Lurie Garcia into the last batch of standouts for spring training since uh, there's not going to be any Lurie action um, just for playing yeah, some good yeah, second base. So you have to. Uh, staying on brand is cool and tough. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two here, like I said, Carson, Fulmer, and Buzz, I would expect you to jump in on this one. Um, definitely a different, uh, just, different looking version of Carson Fulmer in the first uh, little brief stint that we've gotten to see of him. Uh, I believe it was Steve-O and uh, Hot Take Tommy, I guess is his name, over at Sons of Honarchy uh, were the ones who put that, that meatball take out there, not to be done with, uh, with Carson Fulmer just yet. So I actually did go and look at some Carson Fulmer tape. Uh, I broke down a few different things that he's doing with uh, just his motion is totally different uh, as he comes through the zone, where he holds his hands, how he's releasing the ball. He's a little bit more effectively wild, at least it looks like, in the stretch, in the windup, in both of those cases here. seems to be more effective. It's more reminiscent of his time in college when he was actually successful. It looks less forced. And he did see some success with it. I'm still not a believer. Um, That's just me because I will never believe in Carson Fulmer until he proves me wrong. And I have to stay on brand because otherwise, if I agreed with everything Jordan Lazowski said in this world, uh, everything would just come crashing down. So (laughs) still not a believer. uh, But Buzz, uh, as the leader of the Carson Fulmer fanboy club, uh, what are your thoughts? I think he's on mute.
2: Mute.
1: Oh my bad! I thought that Carson Fulmer was fantastic in that uh, in that game. Now I, I I find myself having a hard time like buying in because if you go back to my previous life before On Tap took place, I had wrote an article. If fucking, I wrote an article for Sports Mockery when I was with them a little while, you know, a year and a half ago about Carson Fulmer like what he needs to change to be an effective MLB starter and the reason I like kind of gravitated towards Carson Fulmer I think he's a good kid he's got a good attitude he's got a good head on his shoulders and I thought that he had good shit when especially when he was at Vanderbilt I thought I was like okay I could see it I could see it for sure um obviously didn't work out for him going into not last season but the 20 well last year was 2019 so the 2018 season i believe it was that he visited driveline or was that last year it's one of the going into last year
0: it was going into last year he visited driveline
1: yeah he went to driveline and you know people were like oh shit man like you know he's he's looking all right you know he's looking good and then obviously we saw how that turned out so It's hard for me to get super stoked off of what he's done thus far in spring training. And then like the one good, like shining moment, um, appearance that he did have this week. But I mean, of course I'd love to be, I'd love to head up the presidency of his fan club because like fucking a man, if he could be good, then the Sox didn't strike out on a first round pick. I think we all want that. You know, everybody here right now, what's the ceiling
0: though? What's the ceiling for Carson Fulmer here? I mean, are you, in, in are your you mind, what's it ceiling? Or? Yeah, what, what, do you, what do you have in pegged as? Because right now I don't have him being anything more than a, a middle reliever. I don't, I'm, I'm I don't... right with you,
1: Tone. I'm right so with you. That... He's not going to be a starter. He's so... not going to be a starter. I'm 100% with you right now. He's
0: going to be a middle reliever. Um, I don't think he's going to be AAA. anything more than that. What was that? So yeah. In AAA. He'll be a middle reliever in AAA. <laughs> Uh, he's
1: not going to be a guy that's on, in your CR pitching right. staff when you win a, when you win a World Series. I don't. I mean, you know,
0: I mean, we, we've it, seen it, the struggles. But so you just brought up an interesting point though that I want to just go down this path here is, did they already strike out on this no matter what because of where yeah, we're at absolutely. here?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, but I you mean, just want to see him do well regardless. Like I mean, you know, you could have your hot take and be right. Like half a White Sox Twitter that throws, you know, that that throws takes at the fucking wall and like you know ninety. They'll throw 90 takes at the wall, right? And if they get one to stick, they're the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be like that. Yeah, no, of course he's not going to fucking make it. I mean, look, look what's happened during the course of his career. But it's just nice to see the kid make it. I don't think he's going to be a vital piece of a winning championship team. But what the fuck else is
0: there to talk about? So what what is the best case scenario then for Carson Fulmer? Like, what, what, Johnny, feel free to chime in here too. What, what, what's the best thing that we can get out of Carson Fulmer
2: at, at this point? Effective middle reliever, It's the top. So that's already a draft trade plus. trade piece because you don't you don't you don't draft relievers that high. No, you want to be a you want to be a starter if you're drafting a pitcher there, a college pitcher there. Um, so yeah, no, it's I mean yeah, I guess trade value that that could be one Tony. That's a good route. Um, but he's got to that first of all he's got to prove it. I mean, yeah, more consistency. His, his value is nothing right now.
0: Negative value <laughs> is what Carson yeah. Fulmer is. I don't have to look opinion.
2: at the WAR, but I would. I would imagine it's probably hovering right around the zero mark. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, it's I don't not even, good. not even not not great, Bob. I guess if you
0: want to take it to the next level, there, Buzz. Um, Buzz, any other standouts uh, from from what Johnny was running down here for you in the in the two games? Oh, I think. Well, I think Yaz has looked fantastic. Um, yeah, I think we could all agree on that one. I think the
1: Grun- Yeah, he's hitting the shit out of the ball in spring training, and it was awesome to see that. Um, you know, he was bat three sixty-four in spring training. He had four seventeen on base percentage. He's hit one home run. Uh, he has had 12 plate appearances. He, he's played real well. I, I think that he's looked real good. Um, Mazzara went, I think we talked about this on the last Sox on tap when we were all together, Mazzara started hitting the fucking cover off the ball and that was pretty cool. And then the cope and we got to touch on the copeck thing. Um, it was 11 pitches. I think if I'm right, I could be wrong. It was 11 or 12. And he looked awesome. And he had both, you know, um, both ground outs to Lurie Garcia and then a strikeout in, in the one inning work that he performed. And then what you and I were talking about on the live show yesterday, Tone, was uh, Mercedes. Like, you know, was he going to be able to keep that that same energy going into, like, this, this layoff right now because of everything that's going on, you know, due to COVID-19 or whatever, you know, because I'd like to see him possibly be the 26th man. And then if you see a shortened season, Tone, Nani, Like it'd be interesting if he was the 26 man, because like your catchers are probably going to get beat the shit out of if they shorten yeah. the season. We seen George Offerman from WGN. I think it's WGN sports. I'm pretty sure it is uh, state that they're talk kicking around the idea of an 81 game season. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Mercedes makes this roster. Who knows? I mean, this is all speculation at this point, obviously it's just bullshit. But I think that all the guys that, you know, Nani put on the standouts list are, are, Totally deserve to be on there.
0: Michael yeah, Kopech, that, though, has to be my number one. <laughs> Just oh, the
1: way dude, he, that's because, yeah. that, like that dude's fantastic. He's fire. That's what, that's what we're waiting for. Dude, he throwing like one
2: hundred and one hundred first yeah. pitches. Hell is, yeah! Right. Is there anything more cool and tough than hitting hundred yeah. miles an hour on the radar? Flamethrowers are cool and tough, at least for Both the track. actual physical, like you know, weapon and the you know pitchers that throw hard. One hundred
1: percent. I wonder how fast I could throw. Do
0: you think you could throw a 100-tone? Absolutely not. I'd be lucky to hit, like, 70 at this point. I, I was clocked
2: uh, two years ago at the rate. That was the last time I did uh, speed pitch there, and I was clocked at 80. So there we go. I also now, didn't use the pitch in high school. So.
1: Did you have a bunch of alcohol in you, or were you straight yeah. when that happened?
2: No, I, I was
1: drunk. So. Oh, I definitely take 20 miles per hour more for you if you were straight. We have to check this out. I can't throw a hundred. No way.
2: Whoa. No way. In real, <laughs> Johnny's arms falling off at eighty.
1: I've, I've got, I've got faith in you.
2: I want to see it. I, I, uh, think I, you can I, have I it. put, I peg eighty, eighty at my. I think <laughs> I, you know, I don't know how many they give you. I think I got like three or whatever. But the like first one is like seventy, like six, second Second one ended up being eighty, and then the third one is like seventy-nine. So
0: does this mean we're hitting the speed pitch eventually when
2: things yeah, get open we, back up? We gotta have you know some standings here and. Uh, you know, figure out, actually, so we can all see and we can document it on video. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll Guarantee yeah, we'll... I can throw
0: high 30s for sure. I've never seen you actually throw a ball, I don't think. Oh, no? I can throw a ball like a motherfucker, bro. I, I need to see I... this, like, sooner rather you know than those... later. You know those mountains? I can throw a football over
2: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, definitely uh,
2: definitely guys, something uh, I need to see. Uh I had some things that I just thought of. So uh just circling back a little bit on uh standouts here. You guys, you know, had talked about Carson Fulmer and one thing that I just wanted to add, um I didn't think about it till just now though, was uh if there was a time for him to prove it and prove his value to this team and really want to stick it on this roster, twenty seventeen was the time to do it. He was the fifth starter in that rotation. I don't know if you remember. I was there. really shitty games. Obviously, that's like, you know, what basically the year after the teardown. Um and that was his time. His time to shine, and he was just ridiculously wild. I uh, could barely get out of like the second inning in the game that I was at there. And that, from that point on, I was like, "Well, that's it for him. <laughs> Sorry, like you know, they're not going to be a starter here." So those comment on Fulmer on. Um, other one is I'm a big fan of your Mercedes. I like think we said last week, if I were making the roster today, I would put him as a 26-man uh, just for that power. And uh, I like clutch situations, clutch hitters. Uh, you know, Mercedes has four home runs, and then some of them have come late in games because he's been a later-in-game replacement. So I know that's, you know, product of the circumstances. But if he can do that in late innings, uh, clutch moments, people remember that. It'll uh, stick in minds, and uh, it just adds more value to the team then uh, as he's leading to wins. And then... Um, I have one thing on uh, Kopech. Yeah, no, I, just, I heard my flamethrower comment, so that was it. I just want to circle on that. So um, do you guys got any comments before I move on to the strugglers?
0: Nope. I think we've, at least from my end, covered all of the, uh, the distant memory that our standouts uh, for White Sox spring training that was just this week.
2: Yeah, yeah agreed s- with that. All right, uh, let's move on. Strugglers here. Um, obviously, we're not trying to nitpick and you know screw these guys over. And obviously, it's a very small sample size from only seeing two games this past week to discuss. But uh, from what we saw, uh, Dylan Cease, um, he had another one of his blow-up innings, guys, uh, that came on Monday. Um, three innings pitched, four hits, three of them earned, three walks, uh, three strikeouts, and one home run allowed. Um, that's what we didn't want to see. Uh, from Dylan Cease. We had talked about, uh, you know, wanting to limit that inning, getting past that like threshold of like the second inning, first or second inning getting shelled. Tony, um, you and I were at multiple games where that happened to him. So, um, unfortunate to see that but you know he's got obviously plenty of time to work on shit here um Eloy was over three with two strikeouts um nothing major to be concerned about like i said such a small sample size here um angle after being pretty hot and i believe he's on our standouts uh last week you know and overall he has been hitting well but uh strikeouts coming back to him too he struck out twice on monday um and then makata i think he's just you know, slow to, to easy and things. I offer five, three strikeouts over the two games this past week. But um, obviously, we don't need to really dig in and, and crucify these guys. But uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on Cease because uh, we've talked about, you know, wanting to limit that damage that, uh, it, you know, ends up happening incurring. So yeah, just par for the course for Dylan Cease, I, I think, here. And
0: it's concerning just as much as it was for me last year, Johnny. Um, I think that's something that we preached here on this show. Over and over again, Uh, especially down the stretch, we wanted Dylan Cease to finish the year with a great start or string two or three of them together, and it just never really came to fruition, Um, and we've kind of seen that now in the spring. Um, This type of stuff is kind of, I don't know, contagious for him, it seems like. He just continuously has problems in innings one and two. Um, I don't know what it's going to take for him to get over that, but I know uh, resting and being in self-quarantine is not going to help. That's all I know.
1: I think a guy like Yaz has to be able to help him out. Um, I It's the same thing with Dylan sees time and time again. Like Tony said, not to echo it, but the first two innings, the guy seems to struggle. And then once he finds control, especially of his if his fastball, once he gets control of his fastball, he usually is all right because his breaking ball is deadly. And it's just
2: – Seasamer, baby. baby. The-
1: yeah, no shit, dude. It just seems like it never, no, both of them are not working at the same time. Does that make sense? Like it just never, it, it doesn't seem to happen. So if he could just find the shit out and, you know, put it all together. And I think with a good catcher like Yaz, I think that could, you know, really hopefully bring it out of cease. So I'm not going to, you know, freak out too bad about the spring training, but what we saw from him last year when he came up and, and what consistently happened to him, it, it does seem to be a little bit of a worry, but. He's got the stuff to be all right. So I'm not like too overly concerned. And then going to your Mancata thing, I'm not, I learned last year, I'm not going to be concerned about that shit mm-hmm. at all. Not that I called them bust Kata or anything. That was never my MO. Um, but I'm not too worried about it. You know, it, it <laughs> the Adam angle that you have on this list here, he was 0 for 3, 2 for K, <laughs> you know, two uh, strikeouts on Monday. Um, I'm not on that train, even though he's had a great spring training. No, me either. I'm I'm still not on that train. Now, he could be the guy that's a defensive replacement or whatever. I'm straight with that. I'm sure you are, too. But I'm not. I'm not the guy who's like, oh my God, he's just proving it. He should be the everyday right fielder. There's a lot of people like that. I'm. I'm not one of them.
2: Yeah, I think we can all agree here. The go-to commentary for the all of the whites all, all the three of us on the show, and then all of the White Sox uh, contributors at On Tap Sports, and I think we all kind of feel the same way. And NWI Steve, uh, writer for us, put it perfectly, um, and he had said that uh, will Adam Engel's 270th swing change finally stick? Um, that's, you know, where we're at uh, with Adam Engel. So, well, like I said, not trying to rip these guys, you know, like you said about Mankata. That's just all we had to go off. We have to go off the numbers. Um, and that was that was it for uh, this. So I, I had a couple other notes here um, just on these games. It was uh, Jekyll and Hyde for the bullpen uh, because Monday was really solid, even though um, you know that game ended up in a tie. Uh, all that damage was done early against uh, um Against Cease, but then the bullpen came in and locked it down, and that was a crew that's all uh, looking to be uh, part of the you know opening day bullpen, you know whatever the fuck opening day ends up happening. But uh, that was C. Shack bummer cordero herrera who had three strikeouts in one inning so i uh, got the side um and then evan marshall so that was good to see because marshall had been a previous struggler on our list um and cordero i mean maybe he's kind of in between right now he's probably still got some more to prove but uh it was encouraging to see uh from those guys on monday but then uh tuesday you know i talked last week i really things that we look for in spring training um for me minor league relievers who's going to be that diamond in the rough who's going to be you know effective who can we put on our radar to watch this season and uh all these guys um you know Fulmer had his inning did come on uh Tuesday so I'll give him credit there uh that I believe is three strikeout no walk performance over 1.2 pitch. but then uh Drew Anderson uh Cody Hoyer uh who was one of my standouts last week um and I believe Brian Mitchell I think that's his name and then uh Cody Medeiros um they all struggled on Tuesday um I think you, all those guys that were outside of Fulmer uh, at least gave up one or uh, walked some batters so um that was just other notes that I had had on to injuries, plenty of time to work through shit if you got it going on. I think Gio Gonzalez, remember last week when we talked, we had originally said that he was scheduled to go uh, Wednesday, pitch after Lucas Giolito, and that – uh, got pushed even before the coronavirus thing before everything was suspended I think that even got pushed back again further so still dealing with that shoulder thing but like I said got plenty of time now and the week ahead uh, is death I tweeted that out Buzz replied <laughs> that to you that's what we are that's where we're at the next eight weeks actually so um, final comments on this before the fun stuff <laughs> no I don't I've know
0: got... why the death thing gets me I don't know
1: funny. <laughs> it just gets me yeah.
0: You know, the only thing I have to say is that last week we uh, we had a lot of cool the engines. I think we overdid cool the engines a little bit because now we're at a complete fucking standstill. Um, that's <laughs> that's where I'm at.
2: Oh, damn it. Is it our fault?
0: I don't know. I don't know. What did, what did I say last night? It's Jerry Reinsdorf's fault for uh, Yeah, don't put fucking... that
1: evil on me, Ricky Bobby.
0: <laughs> it's Jerry's fault for letting Dallas Keichel keep the beard. It was like the first sign of hell freezing over and the first sign of the apocalypse oh, yeah. right there. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. This don't, is just – this is the this last time we're going to get to talk about, like, some actual real baseball for, like, eight fucking weeks. So I don't, I don't know what we're going to have to do.
2: Yeah, I was going to butt in
0: if I was on with you guys last night
2: and say that no, it absolutely wasn't um, because the beard is to be respected and protected at all costs. Yes. Yeah. Um, the White Sox policy on that can go fuck itself. Um, they should let those guys have beards. I want to see someone with Charlie Blackman hair and beards. I've made that very well known, and I will keep reiterating if I'm so, if, no, if I'm it Michael Kopech, I'm growing that hair back out right now. Yeah, that's that's – yeah, dude, I loved, I loved it. I loved it when it was long, flowing out the back of the hat. That's what I'm working
1: to. on it right now. Got that shit, got that shit flowing.
2: Yeah. Mine's not flowing yet, but I'm letting it go a little bit, so – like you said the beards of working on the you know i was originally you know supposed to go to spring training and that's another thing too me and kinsler had to cancel our trip which absolutely sucks because we've been doing it for three years now i'm um, going to be a break totally out of our control but we uh, canceled that luckily everything refundable we will be getting that stuff back um but uh it, you know it, it just sucks i was really looking forward to it um it if I, you know some other people if you got out there before uh you know, happy that you were able to do that, but I'm also extremely jealous because mine was canceled in it, you know, just under a week out. So that fucking sucks. Um, I've got a challenge for you, Nani.
0: <laughs> Beards until baseball's back.
2: Yeah, I mean, might as well roll with it, right? No, no shave, Nani, till baseball's yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, No, I've been, I've been rolling with it for a while, probably since like mid February ish, a little earlier, maybe beginning of February. So. Um, I've been letting it go. But, oh, that's another thing, too. You know, with that, um, I was planning on shaving before I went. So I didn't, you know, that first initial base tan or burn, probably getting a little burn there. Um, I didn't want it around in, like, a, you know, weird, like, shape and just have, like, you know, like the mustache uh, kind of outlined from it so i was was planning to shave but i put out a tweet uh after i canceled my trip and said that um now you know spring training has been canceled due to coronavirus and then due to the cancellation of spring training my plans to shave the tyler saladino mustache um have been fucking canceled as well since i won't see the sun for another eternity so that's great well i'm glad you're keeping it because you need to
0: keep it for opening day whenever it is and just rock the tyler saladino stash because once baseball's back you can shave the beard
2: yeah. What What did you say, Tony? Your plan was to, you know, set up like a table and we'll put like a you know, like a baseball like tablecloth over to like a White Sox one, and I'll yes. wear Kinsler Saladino jersey and like athletic shorts and like high socks. Like, yes, h- and I will. Socks
0: and that. I will walk around yeah, and I will yeah. recruit people and say, "Hey, Tyler Saladino is here to sign autographs." Yeah and yeah. see how many people we can get and you can sign for Tyler Saladino. You, I think you know what it would I, work you,
2: out just perfectly. Yeah, you know what needs to be realistic, though, to really bamboozle people? I need to get a Brewer's, like, practice like pullover. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> one that they wear for, like, batting practice. That's what needs to happen if we want to really sell this thing. For $60, sense, you can
1: recreate it. a legend. Buy Johnny Nani, the blur- yeah. the Brewer's pullover. Make oh, him geez. Tyler Saladino. I never even already- thought about shaving the beard, though, and then having a tan line. That's... I never thought about that, man. I should do that. I should go out and bake in the sun, then shave my beard, and then just have, yeah, like, no, you all... Look,
2: you look way too weird without a beard. You're not loud. Sorry. Oh. Beards are <laughs> cool and tough. Beards are well, cool and tough. We've, no, we've but, established but, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was just planning on doing, because, you know, first fucking sun I probably get since last September, early October. <laughs> so, like, you know, it's... Wow. Just wanted to avoid the lines on it, um, and I would I would have grown back out, like you know, at least some scruff around it. Maybe not the full full that I've got going on right now, but that was the plan. But that's fucking canceled. Thanks coronavirus.
0: Thanks coronavirus. All right, let's get into let's get into some of the fun stuff because we're already kind of there.
2: Yeah, meatball takes.
0: Meatball so start takes. With... What do we got? As far still... as
1: meatball takes go, you know? yeah. God, fuck yeah. man, I mean, we got, I got, I don't know. I think that. I already disproved the
0: Adam Engel thing. I talked about the Carson Fulmer thing. I was going to um, say, meatball take of the week was definitely you and Jordan Lazowski and what was that, uh, Tommy from Sons of Honarchy uh, slobbering all over uh, Carson Fulmer. Definitely.
1: I never, I never slobbered all over Carson Fulmer. I said, and these are my words, I hope that he could be what we wanted him to be. And I'm definitely down to you know to head the fucking fan
0: club because that <laughs> that's means a meatball take here. right there. Yeah, that's a meatball take.
1: I out. never said he was gonna do anything. I said I hope he can be what he could. He was supposed to be. Is that a, is that does that fall under the category as a fucking meatball take? Yeah, I don't know we're does, kind of on the border
2: then... here. I don't I don't really know, but either way, if you're heading up the fan club and you're gonna be set up for failure, then uh, I guess we can kind of work <laughs> that in there. I'm a
1: Chicago sports fan. Story of my fucking life. I'm always set up for failure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Ain't that the truth?
0: Johnny, you got any meatball takes?
2: Um MLB's website is trash. Um <laughs> Why, uh, so, is MLB, we, you know, why
0: is MLB's website yeah, I'll, trash?
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to, um, you know, I add in all the stats for these, and I was just trying to pull performance from this last week. And in the past uh, the past two episodes that we've done when we've reviewed uh, weeks of spring training here, uh, I just go straight to the MLB website, and then in the standings tab, you can click for spring training, you know, whatever, uh, regular season. So I would go to the spring training and then go to the spring training stats, pull all that up, no problem. have those open as separate tabs here. But Baseball is trying to act like this two weeks of spring training didn't actually happen. If you go on there and click for the standings for spring training, they've removed 2020. They don't even have, like, up to what it was there. Just default straight to 2019, and there's no menu option for 2020. They're trying to cover this up like it never happened. Like, I don't know. What's going on? Either way, it sucks. I had to go and pull them from ESPN. Luckily, they're still there. But, um, yeah, I'll do, you know, some, you know, kind of boomer theme there with the meatball take that, you know, damn internet. Um, yeah, that's where we are go with that. There you go,
0: I love it. I- I'm just gonna keep rolling with even though Edwin Encarnacion is on the shelf, he's still gonna hit. I don't know what would we, 81 games. Edwin Encarnacion, if we're in an 81 game season, he's still gonna hit 25 homers. There's my oh. ball take. Nice. I definitely say 15 to 20 is fair.
1: He's usually around, you know, he's in the th- the the mid 30s usually. So I definitely yeah, he's say 15. Hit, to he's 30.
0: still gonna hit 25. Twenty-five. It's got to be meatball. It's got to be meatball. That's that's, that's fine. prime meatball I right get there, it. for sure. I for, we have we have people
1: joining in on that. We have people joining in on that. That's fantastic. Uh, I love I love that we're live on on mixeller.com because we have people like talking to us I keep forgetting to look at that but Johnny, they were never there before Corona. I don't know what that yeah, was that's what
2: Berland says I, I pulled them there from last week Berkeley so I and sometimes you just googled it um, if you go and just google uh, you know spring training stats and it took me to the MLB website so they definitely were there uh, Berkeley I don't know if maybe you didn't look in the right place or whatever but they were before and now they're not. So that was just my the er, origin of my meatball take. So I just wanted to clarify that for Brooklyn. Um, i not talking trash, but I, I do believe that's where I pulled them from before because I never went to ESPN before. I like the official website. And ESPN, for some reason, like it'll, if we're on Skype, it'll kind of slow up uh, the video connection a, a little bit more than the regular MLB site is for some reason. A little extra RAM or something going on. So um, that's, what, that's where I pulled them from before.
0: So. We've, got, we've got a full-fledged argument going on here now. Uh, between Birkeland and and Johnny uh which is <laughs> which is pretty awesome you know it's it's just we, we <laughs> the, the, the live interaction piece of this is just so fun and i can't wait until we're actually like on a post game show and we can have people you know responding to some of this stuff it's going to be so cool uh but it just it's just another reminder that baseball season is farther and farther and it feels like every time you refresh that twitter feed it's farther away I think that's what's the most frustrating part to this whole thing is it just get, keeps getting farther and farther away um, I don't know I'm just depressed yeah it hurts my ass
1: my literal ass is now that baseball seasons so far out dude I, I don't I don't know man we lost everything at once and the only thing that we had any sort of what do I say hope? Because you guys were never optimistic about the Blackhawks, really. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I mean, you guys have been pretty realistic all year about it.
2: Yeah. early in the had, season, obviously, more hope. But right. as it's gone on, we saw the reality of the situation.
1: I mean, more as of late. Like, you know, so the White Sox were our only really – and the Bulls shit the bed in the beginning. So, I mean, you like this was the only thing, like, really as a – you know, the Sox being good and, and this young talent coming together and all these – you know, Han getting the deals done and – all that noise, and it just comes to a screeching halt, and it's just such a pain in the ass. You
2: know, so like, White Sox. Um, that right. is, yeah. Coronavirus. That's so White Sox.
0: Johnny, when we wrote the that's so White Sox like headlines, how did we not predict that there'd be some fucking pandemic?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm that, sorry. I didn't predict the global pandemic.
0: We should have just like, we should have seen this fucking coming. I don't know how we didn't. A virus wipes out the White Sox season, and now... All of a sudden, all the work that's been done is all for naught. That's so White Sox <laughs> you, right there. I just you, I don't fucking understand. You everything else besides a global
1: pandemic, <laughs> you know, and Tony's the one pissed that that was the only thing that wasn't predicted. Uh. Like I don't know how.
0: Like how did we not see this coming? Like we should we should have seen it coming. There's like things that can happen. The fucking apocalypse is is the, the thing that wipes out the White Sox. From having a good competitive season,
1: there. Yeah,
2: you go. we should we, we, I, I, so white we, we should have done something outlandish. Maybe we'll next year if we rewrite them, Tony, and put like you know like meteor hits, Progressive Field in Cleveland, like something like that. Cleveland
0: Indians <laughs> forced to play all games at guaranteed rate. You know, like you know, just yeah. something stupid. I mean, yeah. it, we we went through so many stupid things that happened in this article. And like the only like the only thing that could have been more stupid is a fucking global yeah. pandemic where we can't go outside and we can't talk to people and we can't give high fives and we can't see fucking fireworks and I'm pissed Ugh. off about it.
2: Yeah, that's why we're lighting off fireworks.
0: I'm gonna I yeah. might have to go light some off tonight. To hear something <laughs> <Yeah>. go boom. <laughs> yeah, Love preach, Jody. I mean, I think I
2: think you're I think you're speaking for everyone there. Um, that it's all it's all so frustrating it sucks because we miss sports it's only been what we're on day like 3 now um yeah so also just one thing with that um over on the OnTap Instagram page and I've been you know posting some of them to Twitter as well we're doing a running uh, sad angry reaction from Chicago sports picture uh, every day for the count for how many times. So we're going to have to get creative once it gets towards the end. There's a few obvious ones at the beginning that we've been rolling with sad taves, grumpy face taves. That was the first one. That was a good one. Um, Matt Nagy double doink Uh, his reaction to that was day two. Then today was Moises Alou uh, pissed off at uh, Steve Bartman after the Bartman ball. So uh, go, go and follow along with that. Show some engagement on that. We'd appreciate that. So uh, it's on tabs or excuse me, Instagram dot com slash on sportsnet um, same handle as our twitter so i'm um, just wanted to clarify that there so um let's move on to the uh next one here and this was Schwartzy drunkenly uh sending me slack messages on friday night uh, i believe he had some friends over and they were um they were playing i don't know I forget what game they were playing um but either way they were were like having like discussions about like whatever um and he said his wife came up with this so props to mrs schwartzy for that um she said uh data don't preach and she kept like saying that and it was like you know whatever i like you know so they were obviously you know all, all a little inebriated so uh he had messaged me and he had asked me about stat colton what it was because you know he's a cubs guy so he, he has, doesn't really listen to socks on tap all that much but he had asked me you know what stat colt was and i told him kind of the background about it you know just a like, good like fun way to you know jab at the uh sabermetrics community people that really dig into them and really rely on them um but he said, you know, a good thing that we could use here for it is, and especially it works out for us since we do Sunday Funday episodes, you know, Sunday, the day that, you know, church is held. So, you know, data don't preach, but Socks on Tap does every Sunday Funday. So your data, your StatCast, uh, your fan graphs don't preach. Socks on Tap, Tony, Buzz, and Johnny do.
0: Dang.
2: I like it. I, I didn't even know this was a thing. This is news to Co- me. This is
0: yeah, complete we, news to me. Can we
1: make this a t shirt, please? <clears throat>
0: I mean, we could. Yeah, definitely. We we definitely yeah, could. I, mean, I mean, this is I, – I, I like the fact that uh, Schwartzy is so tuned into as a Cubs fan because we all know the Cubs fans only care about the White Sox and their attendance. And it's good to know <laughs> that Schwartzy knows that we show up every Sunday. That's pretty fucking cool. I, I, I like that. Schwartzy's a good guy. I, good guy. I, it was kind of – it
2: was pieced together. So, like, you know, he gave me, like, the day to don't preach one. He said we could work that into stack. And then, like, I was thinking, was like, oh, since we do Sunday. So, I added in that back part. So, it was a team effort combined. I uh, joined forces on that, but uh, I think it's good. Catchy little uh, tagline you're, for us here at Sox on Tap. You're
0: a hockey guy, Absolutely. Johnny. Who, get, who gets the goal? Who gets the primary assist on that one?
2: Uh, Mrs. Schwartzy gets a goal. Uh, Schwartzy for relaying it to me, primary assist. and I get the secondary because I put the little cherry on the top there.
1: Absolutely. And speaking of Schwartzy, did we convert him? Because if you guys go to your Twitter mentions right now, he is drinking a Goose Island Golden Ale with the White, with the white Sox beer. He's drinking that oh, right man, now. Oh man, he is. Did did we convert Schwartzy
0: well, into that, being a White here, Sox? Oh, you so. want to go down the rabbit hole further? He drafted, uh, I believe, Michael Kopech, Tim Anderson, and Eloy Jimenez in his fantasy draft.
2: Oh, he's, a, he's not a, him and he's Ron, a closet him Sox him
0: him and Ron Luce, closet White Sox fans at On Tap. We see yeah, all we've the fun that we're having about
1: Ron for over a year now. That or about a year that he is a closet Sox fan. I think that we can put. Schwartzy, in that discussion as well now at this point in time because i'll tell you something right now no matter if i was the cubs indifferent that i was when i first met you guys compared to the cubs hater that i am now you would never catch me ever 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 drinking a cubs beer never
0: <laughs> a funny yeah, story I, funny story that you bring that up budweiser it was two years ago and they had it out last year but two years ago they only had cubs cans I did not drink a Budweiser for like three months because that's all that they had unless it that's was out dedication. of the bottle. Unless it was out that's of the bottle. Yeah. it was Yeah, because it's the go-to beer, and the only cans they had were Cubs cans. I could not bring myself to do it. Jen would be like going out to the grocery store. I need Budweiser. And she's like, okay, they've got the Cubs cans. Do I bring those home to you? And I said, absa fucking lutely not You grab the bigger thing of the bottles and you bring those home. Not the cans. Can't do it nothing cubs comes into this house. That's a rule.
1: So you, so you did not have one can?
0: No, not a single can.
1: I was going to ask you if it burned when you peed. If you I had mean, a it probably it, would. I <laughs> can't
0: take that risk. You can't take that risk. You know, we're talking in this day and age about social distancing and stuff like that. It's important to stay away from those types of people and those types of objects. I've always been practicing social distancing when it comes to that type of shit, so I'm well prepared for COVID-19. I love it. That is, uh, that's
1: fantastic.
2: That's fantastic shit right there. All right. What
1: else do we got on the fun
2: stuff? Yeah. Um, so I was, I wasn't able to join you last night because I was at a, uh, family St. Patrick's day party. So, um, that was a good time. Um, you know, a lot of green beer, um, good times playing some euchre, uh, with the cousins, uncles, aunts, oh, I love you. um, nice, uh, you know, a good Irish meal, uh, a little Reuben sandwich, um, you know, potatoes, of course, uh, out of that, and uh, you know, plenty of uh, snacks. Um, my aunt makes a great taco dip, um, and then obviously cookies, uh, shamrock cookies. Uh, cap it all off. Uh, it was an excellent night. So I was just wondering. Uh, I know St. Patrick's Day is coming up. I believe what is it? Tuesday. Um, that's the actual date for St. Patrick's day, but obviously we did it the closest weekend to it. Um, so we could all get together, uh, on the Saturday, great times. Um, so I just wanted to know, did you guys have any plans for it or did you do anything or are you planning on doing anything? Obviously now everything's, you know, shut the hell down, but, um, we, you know, we, we were still technically in the, uh, whatever the what the gatherings over 50 were banned i think we had like 43 there so um we were still uh, within the guidelines there so uh it was nice to have a little get together um and what? get out of the house even though we're supposed to be social distancing
0: what, what are the what are, what are what is what is somebody gonna do if you throw a family party with over 50 people if the cops show up i want to know like do cdc agents bust in like fucking you know out of the sky out of helicopters and come shut you down i, I want to know what you happens 23 19 like a motherfucker boy that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm envisioning right now is that like the fucking Monsters Inc. agents just drop out of the fucking sky and like start oh, yeah. quarantining people. Like that's what it I'm is, envisioning.
1: It'd be 2319, bro. That's, yeah. that's what it's gonna be. That's the rules. Okay. That's, that's the rules.
0: I guess that's it. I don't have any uh, any St. Patrick's Day plans. How about you, Buzz? Um, no. Uh, believe it or not, my town's weird as hell.
1: St. Patrick's Day festivities take like happened last weekend um, before everything happened, Irish fest here in town. Uh, we hit that up on Saturday, you you know, you go Friday or Saturday, me and the juice man, we hit it up on Saturday, uh, drank a bunch of beer. I ended up back at home and I ended up face down here in the buzz cave, you know, same story, different year. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as any plans with everything that's going on right now, not really trying to limit going out in general. Um, that's about it really i mean nothing really going on on my end of things no sports to watch just downloading video games and and recording live with you guys which is thank god making the time pass so in and, and, and fun too you know it's been fun so that's that's basically what i've got happening
0: yeah i'm I'm pretty much self-quarantined at this point in time uh after spending the last three days up at a hospital um so i'm, I'm pretty much self-quarantined uh, i'm just gonna keep drinking beer and hopefully not run out um might need to figure out how to get more beer that's that's about it johnny uh you have anything else planned
2: uh no, as of right now no. That was that was the last big uh, shindig. But Buzz, at least you were able to get yours in. Uh, obviously before uh, all of this happened, so um, that was good to see. And that, that kind of brings us to our next topic here: um, what to do without sports. Buzz, you listed off a couple of things here. Um, first, I just wanted to do a plug because uh, Patrick Kaminsky, uh, OnTap contributor, wrote an excellent article over at OnTapSports.com. You can go check it out. I believe it's our pinned tweet right now, as well and it is, uh, the top 10 things to do in a world without sports. Uh, and he wrote, you know, nice, uh, (laughs) hits home for all of us. Uh, the message in it, you know, is like, I think it was like, you know, sports make us strong and we can live without them for a little while. And then he listed off a bunch of activities, um, to do uh during that so i'm not going to read off the whole list but number one was drinking uh and we'll do that with or without sports so um obviously that's a no-brainer but uh go and check out the list for the rest of them so um i wanted to mention a few things that we've had in the works here um buzz uh you and i and schwartzy have been talking about it and you mentioned it earlier doing that you know horror movie marathon um because uh you know, uh, Halloween Marathon, uh, there's a ton of them. Uh, we can watch them. It's a good way to pass the time. Um, shows to binge, uh, Ozark, new season is coming out March 27th. So get caught up. Uh, seasons one and two are excellent. If you like Breaking Bad, it's a little more modern feel to it. I believe it's set in like 2017 when it starts. Um, and it's all about, you know, crime, mafia, uh, these guys uh, wandering money all that stuff. So, uh, Ozark, that's a good show to watch to binge, uh, Black Mirror. Uh, if you really want to, you know, have a mind warp, since it feels like we are living in a simulation, uh, might as well. Um, The Shining, I've seen that on TV a couple times now here. Uh, my favorite horror movie of all time personally, but that, uh, you know, it's about. <laughs> I saw a funny meme, and it was like, uh, if you guys know the story of The Shining, it was obviously you know Jack goes insane from being in isolation uh, with just his family at that hotel in the winter. So, um, it was like, a, you know, uh, shut in for a couple of weeks with the family. What could possibly go wrong? And that was a picture of them driving to the hotel in the car, uh, Danny and Jack and Wendy. So, um, other than that, shows to binge. Better Call Saul is going on. New episodes on Monday nights. So get caught up on that. I believe that season. 5, yeah, season 5 of Better Call Saul Um, that's what I've been doing, and then you can also throw in a Breaking Bad there too, Uh, you know, Better Call Saul being set as the prequel for that Um, video games, uh, I don't really game too much I'll let you guys cover that one, and then uh, music suggestions, um, as you know I think since, you know, we're kind of in a wall here for content, um, uh, we're going to add a music section to the site. Tony and I have had plans to write a coolest and toughest rock and roll songs. Um, And I think I'm going to start next Friday and do a new music Friday since a lot of my uh, favorite labels in the EDM world release on Mondays and Thursdays. So by Friday, I usually have a good collection of them, maybe like five songs each week. So um, that'll be for my house music lovers there um so but what what else though what, what are you guys doing i know it's a video games that you guys can touch I've, on uh, but what what else what else are you guys gonna do to pass time here i've got the video
0: game section covered here um obviously i'm gonna be playing a shit ton of Chell, um and uh that's normally what i'm doing anyway i'm just gonna continue to do that but uh more on the baseball topic uh, mlb the show 20 comes out i believe what is that tuesday and early release is already out there buzz is that correct yes sir Um, I've, I've read an NBC sports story today that there was like absolute disrespect to the White Sox on, in that game. I think they had like Tim Anderson rated like at like a 77 or something. And Javi Baez was like a 92. And then, uh, Michael Kopech was like a 67. And so was Dylan Cease. And then you got like Gio Gonzalez, who's like a 76 or something like that. It makes no sense. Uh, I also heard that they completely just disregarded the fact that there's a Goose Island section over in right field. Um, just blatant disrespect to the White Sox makes me not want to buy the game. Buzz, I don't know about you. What are your thoughts?
1: I have, to be honest with you, I haven't. I haven't even bought the game. I usually I usually like pre-order these things, but you know, since having the baby and everything like that, dude, like I don't even get down here to the Buzz Cave, whether or not to just like you know watch games or record podcasts with you guys. So. Um, but, no, I saw the, the the Sox disrespect in the show, and I'm probably not going to buy it, dude. There's no reason for me to get MLB The Show 20 because I'm only going to be down. You know, when am I going to fucking play it anyway? You know, I mean, that's just kind of the way I look at it. Um, as far as passing the time kind of thing goes, yes, I'm going to be playing some chill with you on Xbox. Uh, why don't you shout out your gamer tag on here so everybody knows it?
0: um we'll, we'll get up uh, we'll get that out there because i think you and i maybe talked about streaming a game or two at shell at some point right. I, wish jo- I wish johnny i wish as a hawks fan i wish you'd like have an xbox that you can hop on shell and just drink and fuck around and, and maybe stream some, some yeah. shell i might have I to like send best. an xbox i might like out of the on tap fund i might like, just <laughs> drop johnny an xbox and nhl
2: yeah, I don't know. I've just never like been that huge into games. I don't know. I mean, you know, I played you know, a decent amount like growing up. I had PS2 and like all that, but I never, you know, friends had Xboxes and stuff in college. So I play the occasional shell and we had a drinking game for it. Shot shell. Um, and i would play that but i just i don't know i was just never really all that into it but yeah i mean it would be it wouldn't be a bad idea for uh right now especially with this wall sportsless lull for eight weeks at least so
1: right um, I, I was massively into it dude when i was younger you know and like all i really did was play sports games you would very rarely catch me playing like call of duty because i'm terrible i have the new one and that's just because our dude amp who you know who writes for on tap sports and him and i do that xbox game sharing so i have it just because of him i'm fuck i'm terrible I'm absolutely terrible, but things that I'm going to do passing the time,
2: you light know, while we have
1: no, light off fireworks. <laughs> yeah, but I, I have like um, 195 records down here um, in the buzz cave and I'm just going to start spinning some of the originals. I'm going to go through all the Zeppelin albums. Um, there's a band that I'm really into called the deer hunter. And uh, basically what, what they've done in their records is they released acts. It's like act one through act five. And uh, it's a rock, it's a rock series, um, but it's like it all fo- it follows like a boy becoming a man, and it's fo- it's badass, dude. Like the songs are cool as hell, the story's cool as hell. They also came out with this, uh, you know, years ago, came out with a record, or I'm sorry, an album called the Complete Color Spectrum. So every color within the, you know, the color spectrum is representative with four songs. So, like, black is, ang- you know, black is dark and, you know, scary. Like, red is anger, so on and so forth. So I'm probably just going to spin a bunch of records down here, listen to some music, play my guitar, uh, you know, draw some tattoos up for whatever the hell I want to do next, and then that's that's
0: about it. it. sounds like we all just, like, got really fucking high the last, like, five <laughs> minutes listening to you talk. Why? Why do you say that? Dude, that, color, that <laughs> here's that here's color. the colors of the rainbow... I'm gonna Dude, draw some it's, tattoos.
1: It's, it is the coolest thing if people are into making music or art or whatever. Like, I don't know if anybody, if our listeners are into that shit, but it is literally the coolest thing. Like, I wish I would have come up with that idea when I was younger, like, you know, taking the colors, of the color spectrum and then taking them to music and like, you know, you know, putting the mood
0: to that color, you know, <laughs> oh and put it God. into to a song form. That's fucking not... awesome. Johnny, are you high enough for this conversation right now?
2: No, not yet. Buzz, I actually I have a guitar too. It does need to be, uh, um, reset though. I need new strings. I need uh, a couple things to get this thing right. So, uh, hopefully, the music (laughs) shop's not shut down because that could be another thing too. I would also like to say I'm
1: not high. I've just drank a lot of beer, and I'm not high. But I'm going to make when you guys are here next. I'm going to show you this thing, and you guys are going to love it.
0: And it's fucking cool and tough. So, Tony, Uh, Buzz. Buzz, I heard you're going to come over. We're going to, we're going to film Buzz and I trying to replace a ceiling fan in my house. <laughs> Yo,
1: it's going to be, we have a lot of uh, new shows to take place as sports are gone. It's going to be um, the three on tap OGs trying to replace a ceiling fan. I think that would be fun recording. Um, <laughs> I think that would be great. I think that uh, I, I, I don't mean to jump here, but uh, Stocks on Tap is something stocks. that we kind of hit. Yeah. Yes. I think that's something we hinted at last night during the Johnny, live are, show. Are, are you a Some stock market
2: stock guy, Johnny? Ah, uh, not huge into it. No. But, no. You know, okay. They, well, they, I they, think it'd be pretty things up done here.
0: I think it'd be pretty entertaining if we all just put like fifty dollars into the stock market, and then like just tracked it through the week. You know, and at least it's something that's daily, and we can be on a microphone. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that one. But uh, I, th- I, think, I think living vicariously through Buzz trying to learn the stock market will be, will be just great <laughs> entertainment.
1: I'm going to lose everything, dude, and I'm going to have to move in with one of you because it's going to be all fucked up and lose all my money. Not that I have a lot of it, so I'm going to lose the little amount of money that I do have. But I'm going all in on Twitter. That's my plan. I'm going to invest all my money into Twitter, dude.
0: That, that's a
1: great idea we'll just Thank leave it Diversify,
2: it. buzz not just yeah. one
0: put all your apples in one basket please yeah, that's totally. what i'm going to do
1: i figured if i put all my money into
0: twitter i would finally get the recognition i fucking deserve <laughs> oh, that's a great segue. <laughs> Ooh. That's a great segue. That's a zinger right there. Johnny, what's the next yeah. topic we got here on the rundown?
2: Okay, we'll we'll do that one then um and, and we'll move this one that was supposed to be next year. But yeah, that uh kind of uh you you, talk, you guys touched on this last night in that uh the one oh eight tournament. Um obviously Buzz being snubbed from that socks on tap, uh not making it either. Um you you guys covered most of that last night. I I don't have too much to get in and the thing is like I I don't really care all that much. I I just wanted to spend a couple of times because there's, it brings about, you know, obviously there's arguments and stuff and that's been flying on Twitter today. Um, But, you know, people get ignorant, uh, as Buzz likes to say. It it happens, and it sometimes brings out the worst of uh, things here. And and then it also brings out the cringe, guys. I'm sorry, but I have to say this. If you plan on taking a selfie video promoting yourself uh, and why people should vote for you, first, uh, you'll need to cover your entire face and neck with a light red or pink face paint. Next, apply white paint around the eyes and mouth, um, Apply a little bit of red face paint to the cheeks. Uh, use a black eyeliner uh, to draw on the high and exaggerated eyebrows, because it's a fucking clown show. That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. wow. Wow. I'm
2: sorry. I- I've seen too many of them, and it's like, I-, I don't know who's watching these. Um I understand, like, people trying to, like, drive up, like, engagement and stuff, but it... <laughs> I've just seen too many of these, and some of them. Um, Was this a I meatball
0: know, take? Just,
2: yeah, it, it, it has to be. And like I said, it's no offense to them. It's a cool idea that they have, you know, drives up engagement for those guys and all that. And I, it's, you know, to each their own. Do what you want, but um, we have no. Uh, I saw
0: a dude in full drag record some shit to pr- try and promote himself for this tournament. And I'm just thinking to myself, too, guys, I'm like, this is some next-level cringe shit.
2: Yeah, it, it's, it's it's Twitter polls. Like, I mean, if you really want the satisfaction, you know, they say don't cheat, whatever. But if you really want the satisfaction you care all that much, um, I mean, buy the bots, and then you'll get your satisfaction from, you know, seeing the vote total climb and uh, your votes skyrocket. So I don't know. I mean there's like i said there's just there is good to it and some of it can be funny some of it can be interactive but um there's other stuff that just you know like i said uh, ends up being cringe and we'll be the anti-cringe action community over here i guess tone
0: i'm just i'm i'm at a loss with this i i kind of feel the (laughs) same way there's there's really no there's no reason to do some of this stuff I, i just uh i i found out what i need to do
1: to get in next year bro that's what all you gotta I mean, do. I, I gotta dress in drag. I gotta make dick jokes. I gotta be completely vulgar as possible. Evidently, the way not to get in is to podcast about the team over a hundred times and write over forty articles about them. That's not the way to get in. Okay. All right. So the way to get in is to make a bunch of dick jokes, and then kiss a lot of ass along the way. That's the way to get in, and that's fine. That's fine. They could look at this as shots. I don't give a fuck, man. No, ain't nobody on Twitter paying my bills anyway. I don't give a shit. I'm just throwing it out there. This is the way that it completely like, – I, I like those guys. It's it's, fun. it's all in good fun. It's all. It's definitely all in good fun. I like what they do. I think the 108 tourney is definitely cool. Um, we touched on this a little bit last night on our live. You know, I'm just bullshitting on our live, but this is socks on Tap, so this should definitely be addressed within socks on Tap. I think it's cool. Like, hey, you guys made it. At least we have representation for socks on Tap. But I still stand by this fact that there's no other fucking podcast that went live after every single game last year. Not live, but recorded a podcast after every single game and had articles up and, you know, interactive shit other than us three. And that wasn't anywhere. And I'm proud of that. I I am. I'm for sure proud of that. If I'm not looked at in being, you know, in some people's minds, which, again, is fine with being in the White Sox community. That's totally cool. But in my own mind, I, I think I am. I think I have been for the last two years, even before on tap started. Um That fuck, that's how I met you guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like that's how I met you guys. So it's, it, it's funny to me, it's just whatever, but like next year I know what I gotta do, man. I'm gonna get dressed up like a motherfucker, we're gonna play
2: Dude looks like a lady <laughs> so,
0: like, you know, we're
1: gonna make a motherfucking music video and shit and we're that's what I we're thought,
0: gonna do. I thought just from the fucking you know, the time we danced in lot B to start me up would be you know i mean enough <laughs> you got to tell you there's always a, there's always
1: a fall guy bro there's always a fall guy and i uh, this year i'm a, i was the fall guy i didn't get to get in they didn't want maybe they didn't want socks on tap to be overpowered i don't know
0: maybe it's your beard
1: it could it could very
0: well be my beard <laughs> maybe they're intimidated
1: well. i think they're well, intimidated I, I don't i do i guarantee it might be you. all the tattoos I guarantee they're not intimidated. I know that for a fact. Maybe my mustache was a little rough when I was kissing ass or something like that—that that it wasn't good enough. But that—that uh, that could be something. I don't know for sure. But hey, dude, you know, like I said, it's nothing but love. You know, we play. We, we, you know, just fucking around,
2: having a good time, and yeah. I don't care. It's all just, you know, it's all—it's all, it's all, it's all just jokes here. Um, yeah, it's all just but jokes, but you, man. You—you you had said something that kind of sparked our next topic here, Buzz. It's time to move off of that. But you'd said something about you know um how you know all three of us came together and we are approaching uh, I know, you guys touched on it a little bit last night but we are approaching the anniversary of all of us being together and, and really sending on tap itself I- into motion um i believe that th- what, tomorrow will be the anniversary so yep. i think it was the day before, before St Patrick's day that we did it, it last was. year so yeah the yeah. 16th um when we all met at bulldog and stuff so um pretty cool to how far we've come to your guys
0: absolutely johnny um i've got oh man it's just the, the whole year itself has been a lot of work. Um, obviously not only with this show, um, but you know, there's, there's so many aspects that go into this, um, operation as a whole. Um, you know, just the the whole four feathers thing covering the Hawks, Bulls, Buzz, you took Bulls and ran with it. Um, three Sox fans started a a Cubs show and put Ron loose in charge, and he ran with that, and it's been fucking fantastic over there for those guys. They're finally starting to get some recognition. Um, you know, the Bears guys, Lucas Lucas Perfati was on last night. Um, you know, they're, they're doing some good things over there. Uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, some of the other stuff. we got a guy, uh, Schwartzy, who was brought up on, uh, on this show who's been doing a lot of stuff with pop culture. Um, made a lot of friendships this year. Uh, more friendships than I've probably made in a long time and as, as a late 20s adult male I never really expected to form a lot of friendships um, this late in life I think that that's the coolest thing that's happened um, and even a lot of the new guys who have jumped in on this Jim he, he's listening on the call he, he's jumped in he's written a beer review almost every single day and he, he feels like one of the guys now at this point in time you know and, and we, we wake up every morning and there's like five or six messages from people uh, in our chat rooms and, and talking uh, about sports and life and all this other shit. It's just a really cool thing that we've built. Uh, I'm I'm really proud of it. Uh, we came from, you know, three or four dudes, and I know Shy Socks Weekly and all that stuff was kind of there before, and we brought all those guys in. We brought the Four Feathers guys in. Uh, Buzz, you brought a few guys in from Sports Mockery as well. Everybody kind of just meshed got a really good thing going and i'm, I'm really happy with where we're at and, and what we've done in a year and i think it's just really cool and i really appreciate everything that everybody's done to contribute to this site it's been a lot of work but it's also been a fuck ton of fun
1: yeah i i, I echo that a hundred percent so like you know when we came together last year like we met up at bulldog and the cool thing about this whole thing was it was kind of obviously we were all kind of talking before that especially you and i tone um we were talking before that and i was at the railroad man and i was always fucking gone i was never home i was always gone um i was still pumping out the outcasts once a week uh getting articles up for sports mockery and then when we came together you know we're like fuck let's start our own shit let's just you know have our own vision on how we want to do things that's when i met nani march 16th of 2019 um at bulldog and we you know got our plan off the ground in a year dude in less than a year, because April fifteenth is the actual the, the date that ONTAP launched. But in a year of talking, the things that we launched a daily White Sox show during the season, obviously, you know what I mean by daily game. I, I like to say gamely, okay, gamely, because, yeah, gamely. If, gamely. That <laughs> if that's like
2: a it's fucking, a, word. it's a word we made up then there. Yeah,
1: it's a word <laughs> we made up. It's a, a you know a gamely review or whatever, you know what I mean. So we have a gamely White Sox show. We have a we had a gamely Cubs show. We had a gamely Bears show. We had a gamely Bull show. We have a gamely Blackhawks show. All five major sports within Chicago are uh, post-game slash preview shows, and they're consistently happening. Uh, we had opportunities to be on TV this year. We had opportunities to be on the radio this year. We've had opportunities to call games for new groundbreaking apps this year. We've had a lot. The the shit that On Tap did in one year, in less than a year is, is something that I'm super super fucking proud of. And, uh, you know, like I said, dude, the, the coolest thing, if on tap were to come burning down tomorrow and like, it wasn't anymore, the, the friendships that were made out of it, dude, is some some shit that I wouldn't trade for anything. And that, and that's me being hundred percent honest, Like I like to be real about everything that we're talking. I hate saying real. Cause it makes me feel like I'm in the bachelor. When I say that I'm trying to be hundred percent honest of what <laughs> I'm trying to say is like this year was really hard, especially towards the, uh, in the summer of last year when my set mom passed and you guys were there to pick me up when I was down. And that's why I always say that the Ivan Nova game is my favorite game that I've ever been to in my life, complete game against Miami. We just had the greatest time. So, like, there's bad shit that happened, and you could tell it's, like, on tap is obviously a goal for everybody to succeed and do something that they love to do. But the friendships that are there and the brotherhood that's been fucking created is, like, fuck on. To, like, when one of your brothers fall, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We're here to pick you up. So, like, that's the, the coolest fucking thing about it, and that's why I think that working together... For a year, has been awesome because we're like, really, it's been that long because that's how fun it's been.
2: Yeah, Buzz, Amen. Uh, Tony, you put yours well too. Um, I been, can't really follow that up. Uh, yeah, it's just been, you know, great ride. Obviously, uh, as Tony mentioned, the friendships. Uh, I can't stress that enough. Uh, it's been great to get to know you and make a lot of new friends in this process. People that I never would have known uh, if it were not for this. So, um, and like you said, Buzz, uh, always there for each other. So, uh, kind of feels like a second family. So, um, just you know fun year and many more to come here so uh hey cheers boys cheers here yeah cheers oh yeah my man (laughs) um all right we we are getting down to the wire here guys uh we're we're gonna wrap things up shortly but um one last thing uh getting back to white Sox stuff here um when opening day happens whenever it is might be june now uh, at this point but Obviously, the plan is to play baseball this season. When it happens, uh, obviously, we'll have to depend on scheduling and we'll look at our work schedules and uh, family schedules, see what's going on. But we still do want to have a tailgate. I think it would be a great reunion party, especially after being uh, held out on um, for so long due to the coronavirus. So uh, we still want to have a tailgate uh, as soon as we can. Um, So just obviously nobody knows any details and will be itself. Doesn't even know any details right now on exactly when things would come back. But uh, I think you guys can attest that uh, we just can't wait to get back in lot B. So uh, whenever that may be only only Corona
0: and B. only Corona
2: corona party. (laughs) No
0: No Modelo only. Corona.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, guys, uh, time for shout outs then. Um, What do we got uh, for this week? Who's your socks on tap? Shout out.
0: We'll go buzz first. God damn it, bro. You're welcome. Um,
1: I appreciate it. Uh, You know what, dude? I always shout this dude out. I don't know if I've done it on the show yet since we've been doing the shout-outs, but I constantly do it. on. Like, I get tagged in those Follow Friday things a lot. I usually don't partake in them, but um, uh, Jordan Miller is just somebody that I'd like to shout out uh, just because I'm a big fan of him, dude. I got to meet him like twice or three times, and I just think that that is a genuine motherfucker. Like, across the board. Like, we can make all fun. Like, we were, you know, ragging. Not ragging, but, like, saying our thoughts on the 108 tourney. I don't know if he's in it, but he should have been in it. Because he's got super fucking fire takes constantly. He's well-spoken. And he's a good dude. And he's very, very involved within White Sox Twitter. So, I'm going to shout out Jordan Miller today. Um, either him or Sam Mendelson, if I said that right. I, I Like, I've met him twice and I think he's a good dude too. So I want to shout those guys
0: out for sure. I'm going Sean Roberts. Um I know oh, Sean. I love Sean. That's a good one. Sean was supposed to come in for opening day for our our tailgate and uh he was really excited about it. And uh everything that was going on with this coronavirus and all this bullshit. Um you know about a week ago, uh, I was DMing with with Sean and I was like, "Hey man, like this is getting scary, dude." Like i'm hoping that we're still able to see each other and crack a beer in lot b and you know whatever happens happens and you know he and i had been talking a little bit about it back and forth and you know when it came out that uh everything got delayed he's like ah fuck like he he had a hotel booked on michigan avenue with his girlfriend was supposed to come into the city and have a good time and i was trying to convince him to stay for saturday because you know shit we were all supposed to be out there the first two games um and i know that uh, that can't be easy but uh Sean's a good White Sox fan, lives out in Iowa. Um, you know, it's, it's hard for him to get to games, and I feel for anybody, uh, him, Jason Hosking, you know, anybody who's going to drive in for that first opening weekend, uh, that's my shout-out right there, but specifically there to Sean, uh, I feel for him and, and what he's got to go through to, uh, you know, cancel all that shit, and, you know, it was it was supposed to be a good time for everybody, uh, but I think the people who, who need to travel, I mean, like us, Johnny, Buzz, we get to get up to the ballpark a lot. We get to yeah. get out there and, and have a good time. Uh, for those folks, it's, it's a lot harder, um, and they make these plans and travel priorities to come out there. and I, I don't think they're the most affected in this situation, but it still sucks. And uh, I just want to shout Sean out because uh, he's, he's just a, such a diehard White Sox fan. It's awesome talking to Sean, and uh, I'm going uh, to miss uh, hanging out with him and cracking some beers on uh, the 26th.
2: Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I just have a piggyback point on uh, Sean Roberts before I get to mine. Um, yeah, definitely. Like you said, with, with the commute and all that, uh, having to drive in from Iowa uh, it sucks that they, you know, they're um, not going to be able to do that now. But um, one thing is that he'd promoted and he had tagged us in was uh, trying to get the, this new account that popped up, I believe it was Friday, um, it was Iowa Socks And obviously, Sean living out in Iowa, working out there for the radio station KX. I know, I believe it is. Um But he he had uh, tagged me and you and John Dunn, White Sox Dave, and a few other just, you know, bigger White Sox accounts to try and get um, Iowa Sox. And he said he doesn't run it. He doesn't know who does. Um, But, you know, basically, they're trying to uh, organize meetups and stuff out in Iowa. For White Sox fans that live out there. Um, and obviously they're they're new to the Twitter game there. So uh, shout out to Iowa Sox, whoever's doing that, because I have a couple family members. One lives in Des Moines. Uh, a few more live in Davenport, Iowa. So I, I thought that was a really cool concept for that. So shout out to Iowa Sox. But then uh, that was just, like I said, a piggyback point off of yours, Tony. My other shout outs go to uh, on tap guys, uh, Ron Luce and Schwartzy. Uh, Schwartzy giving us that, you know, uh, cool tagline data. Don't preach, but Sox on tap does every Sunday, Funday." day. Um, and, and also... Uh, Him and Rod helped uh, cover when I was feeling a little under the weather uh, on the editing front there um, early on in the week. So, uh, shout out to those guys. And uh, that does it.
0: I love it, Johnny. Uh, One last thing I want to say before Buzz does all the plugs because I stole them from him last night and I tried my best, but I'm not going to do it today. Uh, If you like the live show, uh, please, 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 please share that out there that you were part of this, had a good time. Uh, Share that out there on Twitter. Um, so we can get more people packed into here Uh, we want to keep doing these we're probably going to do Every Sunday, Funday going forward, almost all of them live like this. Uh, so it's it's awesome. Next time, we'll probably try and set up some some more interaction. Uh, we are new to this. This is the second time we've done a live show. Buzz and I did one last night. If you want to check that out, uh, head on over to our Mixler page uh, and go to, I think it's what the sound clips or the soundtracks page. I don't I don't even know the name of it yet. Show, We're still, showreel. Showreel. Yeah, showreel. There it is. On the app, yeah. Yeah, so we'll have a bunch of, of live content up there, and if you miss it, go ahead and uh, uh, go check those ones out. We'll still be publishing this episode to Anchor, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. But uh, uh, let people know that you enjoyed the live uh, portion of this show. Uh, I think that's going to be a cool thing going forward, cool and tough, uh, to come hang out with us live. Uh, hope you're cracking some beers and enjoying what we, uh, what we talked about today. Uh, Buzz, I'll turn it over to you. That's all I've got for the day. Obviously, guys, it's always awesome talking White Sox baseball with you.
1: Hell yeah. So everybody, just to echo what Tony said, if you dig this live and you're in this room with us right now, please tweet it out that we have gone live, that Sox on Tap is your one-stop shop for all your Chicago White Sox news. Let everybody know where to find us on our MixLR page, Mixler, whatever they call it. Share that link. Let everybody know where we're at. Tell them to check out the show reels from the last two lives that we have done. And more importantly, be sure you go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at ontapsportsnet. Following at socks tap. Going to wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Google, Apple, Spotify, giving us a five-star rating and review. This was a fun one. Our first ever live socks on tap. There will be more of them every week until baseball season comes back. We will have Sunday fun days for you. So, speaking for my dudes, Johnny and Tony. I'm sure they're going to echo this in a second here, but White Sox for us.